Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Come on. Hi, I'm Henry Davis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland, a Bible-believing, Christ-centered, and Spirit-led congregation. I want to welcome you to our radio broadcast. And remember, there's power at the park. Beginning at verse number 9 and following, grace, mercy, and peace to all of you who share in this worship experience. Then Jesus told ninth verse this story to some who had great confidence in their own righteousness and scorned everyone else. Two men went to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee. The other was a despised tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed this prayer. I thank you, God, that I am not like other people, cheaters, sinners, adulterers. I'm certainly not like that tax collector. I fast twice a week, and I give you a tenth of my income. But the tax collector stood at a distance and dared not even lift up his eyes to heaven as he prayed. Instead, he beat his chest in sorrow, saying, Oh God, be merciful to me, for I am a sinner. I tell you, this sinner, not the Pharisee, returned home justified before God. For those who exalt themselves will be humble, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Amen. You may go to your seats around the building. I want to talk for the next several minutes from the subject I understand now I understand now many of us we go through different experiences and those experiences can bring us to a new level of understanding some of us come there because we have dealt with our challenges. We have what they call an aha moment. I understand now. Some things we heard that we shouldn't do. Mother, parent, coach tried to point you in a certain direction. But some of us had to go our own way, try it ourselves. Then we come to that moment where we can say in a very strong way, 
I understand now. It's one thing for you to come to understanding because someone is trying to pour into you. We find ourselves as parents trying to pour into children, grandchildren. And every time you try to pour into someone, it does not necessarily mean that they will listen or that they will catch it. Our prayer for every young person in this room is that you make it over fool's hill. That's our prayer. There's so many distractions, so many things that persons say, oh, you can do it and you won't get addicted. Oh, you can do it, you'll be all right. We're praying that you make it over. Make it to the other side. I understand now. Simply being in church is not enough. Simply having your name on our membership role is not adequate. You want your name in the Lamb's book of life. I understand now. That's where I want it to be. We go through our experiences. We can come to certain realizations. I understand now. I shared in the earlier services that, that, that I was participating in a marathon yesterday. I ran 26.2 miles and city of Baltimore. And I can stand here today because that marked yesterday my 15th year of running. Now, I told him earlier, I said, I don't know if I'm running any long distances after this. I think I'm going to shorten down to 13.1. I'm going to shorten down understanding. One of the things I understand, I'm growing older. And I've done 15 years of 26.2 running and, and inadequate training. So, and I could do it younger. <laughs> but if you're not going to do it, you could listen. So I, I know where my zone is. But I understand now. Before I ran a marathon, they said that you, you have to do it because you, you have to experience it to get to that point. I understand now. Everyone in here has dealt with some kind of experience and prayerfully we come out of those experiences stronger wiser. What do you have to do to maintain your health? What do you have to do to maintain a happy home? Now, there's certain things that we could lay out that, again, the necessity of the Bible, reading the Bible, hiding the Word of God in my heart, the importance of prayer, 
how critical it is for me to be in worship. I'm not, I'm not just going through some Sunday morning exercise, but I'm here because I want the Spirit of the Lord in my life. I understand now. Children can get to that point. Being on that program of when your parents make you come to church. But then when that match is lit, the light comes on, and no longer is somebody bringing you, but you're bringing yourself. Understand that. I say to, I've said to family after family who sat in these seats in front of me that you can't go to heaven on a family plan. My mama, no, no, no. What about you? I understand now. You're coming to the realization that Jesus Christ is not a way, but the way. I understand that. I understand. I understand. So in this, in this story, we have this Pharisee and this tax collector. And both of them pray two markedly different prayers. One's prayer is arrogant, standing before God, declaring his greatness. The other, recognizing I've sinned, I've done wrong, and I even classify myself as a sinner. One who stands there, chest stuck out. Other one who stands at a distance and was not even lift his eyes because he knows he's not worthy. And, of course, they have this conversation and this dialogue is taking place in the presence of Jesus. The first thing I need for you to know, the believer cannot allow themselves to block the blessings of God. You don't want to be the biggest blocker of your blessings is you. I, I turn it over to you, God. I put it in your hands. I, Lord, forgive me. Be with me. Help me to transit, tra help me to navigate life. I understand now, our, 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 our focus verse deals with it. That 14th verse is, I tell you, this sinner, not the Pharisee. The Pharisee was in church, had a religious collar, but the sinner returns home justified. The scripture says, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And those who are humbled, who humble themselves, will be exalted. I want to be exalted by God. Not myself. 
is the one. Because if God can lift you, he can also hold you in that position. Some folk won't like it, but that's all right. I talked earlier, Deacon McCormick, and, and I was saying, and of course our condolences go to you and your family, and again, especially with the great life of your wife, Joyce. But I say in this place, God is the one who can lift us and hold us in that position. Don't allow yourself to be the problem. Don't allow yourself doubt or your limited faith. Oh, God can't do that. Don't say what God can't do. We have witnesses in this room, Joe Hooker, who know what God can do. I'm I'm grateful that God is still moving. God is still doing miracles. God is still making a way. God is still intercepting pain and answering prayer and fighting off battles and building a force field all around us. I'm grateful. I understand now. Number two. It's more than just being in the right place. Right now, you are in church. That's a a right place for you to be. But some people are here in body only. Your spirit is somewhere else. I'm not trying to get in, I'm not trying to get into your business. But if you're going to be here, be here. I want all of me. I give it all to you. Is it the Bible says, cash your cares player unto you because you care for me. I'm caring for you. I'm grateful that persons will be able today to go out. Our social justice ministry has tabled. Everybody can register to vote grateful for that. Thank you, Dr. Boyd, for having that in place for us. But it's more than just being in the right place, because we can still have unregistered voters walk out of here today, walk right past the table. You're in the right place. You're right here. And God is trying to speak into your spirit. I understand that. We're grateful, some of us, that we have come through some challenges. Ooh-wee. We did some things we shouldn't have done, been some places we shouldn't have been, hung out with some people we shouldn't have hung out with. Oh, let me just make it plain. You dated some people you shouldn't have been dating. Come on, somebody. You know, you know there was no future, but you wanted to have some fun. You couldn't take them home. And they still wonder, why, why don't you ever invite me to your home? Meet your friends. (laughs) 
Why we always got to go out? <laughs> Meet me at a destination. Say amen and I won't know it's you. I understand now. I understand now. I understand. I understand. I understand. I've come to another level of realization. Verses 10, 11, and 12 in this passage. The Pharisee gets up. And of course, Jesus is speaking and he says that the Pharisee and the others despised. Folk didn't like the tax collector. And let's just be honest. I moved the tax collector to the bill collector. You know, that, that, make, that, that makes it be, you know, the bill collector's coming by when you're going to pay. It's due on the first and it's, and it's now you know, almost the end of the month. They don't come to you real nice. They come mean, gruff. So the, the tax collector was despised. He was used to folk not liking him. You know, some jobs that you're going to have, you know they aren't going to like you. And some, because some of y'all not built for that. You're not built for, you, you want everybody to like you. You know, you, you know, you, they don't like you. They don't like me. Some of them, they're not going to like you. If you are going to get to leadership in anything, you're going to have somebody who doesn't like you. That's just the way it works. That's just the way it works. If, if you get an elevation and they don't, some folk can't handle that. You know, and some folk can. And we still, we boys, right? We still, some people, they can handle it. Other people, you know, I'm not going to go too far on that. Because you, you, some of y'all, some of y'all, somebody getting ready to get mad right now. Look at <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not gonna mess. I'm not. I'm not messing with you. I mean, you in church. You in the right place. They stood up to pray. One was a Pharisee. Other was a despised tax collector. But the Pharisee, verse eleven says, "This is his prayer. I thank you, God, that I'm not like other people." He started off wrong. The only way you go through a transition is not because of you, but it's because of God. I turn my, my stuff over to you, God. And then you deal with transformation. I'm not like other people. I'm not, I don't cheat. I don't sin. I told the folk last night, we glad no one had a cell phone around him. Because we might be able to find something out. You know, you know, that whole see, lot, lot of stuff now, you know, you could think a person's crazy, but then, you know, they, they, they remove all doubt. Pray for Kanye West. I mean, he, pray for him. Pray. Put him on your prayer list. And there's a bunch of others. There's some others you can add to that list, but in Herschel and others, but anyway, I'm not going to. I know now I go through I experience I come to a new realization 
two persons are in one place, one comes to a realization, the other one does not. Because he, one gets up, he, he talking about, I'm not, I don't do this, I don't do that. Now, fasting is good. It's good to fast. But you're not doing it to impress people. He says, I, I give a tenth. I tithe. A tither can go to hell. That's why I don't tithe. You can go to hell too, so you may be okay. <laughs> All right. I, I know there's a twist on words, but anyway, I'm, you know. Come on, keep your mind up, keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. He said, this is what I do. When you are who God wants you to be, you do not have to impress God. I don't have to tell you what I've done. God knows what I've done. God knows what I've done. Matter of fact, we have a room filled with people who are blessing the lives of others. From a parent, from a friend, you got friends that you, you looking in on, friends that you're checking on later on, people who, do, who, who depend on your prayer, depend on your encouragement, and you're not trying to wave a flag. You just do it. My first church, I had a person made a big donation and um, later came back and was upset that I did not give her the kind of uh, appreciation publicly. I thought, I said, thank you. I told folk what you did. What, what do you mean? I want you to stand up before the church every week? Because you gave us some hymn books? Anyway, I'm not going to go. <laughs> I know now. Because when you get to the sense of connecting with God, God gives you a peace internally. And that peace internally will help you sleep good at night, walk around, walk around, walk around. I know now. I'm clear on what you're doing in my life. I'm clear on where I have come from. And that's my third point. One's attitude can determine their altitude. Bad attitude, bad altitude. Young persons, one of the worst things is, is if, you, if you're on a, uh, uh, in a group or on a team is to have a bad attitude. You could be talented, but if your attitude is bad, you, if you could be in the choir with lovely voice, but a bad attitude. We've had a few of them. <laughs> attitude and altitude. I want to rise as high as God is going to take me. I put my trust 
in him. And that's, that's, that's at the core of that 13th verse. Because the tax collector stands at a distance. I'm not going to even lift my eyes to heaven. But I'm going to pray. I'm going to say, Lord, be merciful to me. Because if you give me what I deserve, I'm wiped out. But I come to you in sorrow. Basically saying, I'm sorry for what I've done. But I know the only one who could turn my life around is you. I'm a sinner. I've fallen short. But I know that when I turn my life over to you, there is no limit to what God can do. What he's done for others, he can do for you. He, he can answer your prayer. He can fight your battles. He can build a force field all around you. And somebody today, at one time, they were begging you to come to church. But now, you can say, I know now. I understand now. I understand the blessing of walking with Jesus. I understand the blessing of leaning and depending on someone who will not ever fail me, not ever let me down, throwing out a lifeline, pulling me out of dark and dismal situations. He'll lift you up. And I said earlier, he'll lift you, he'll lead you, and he'll love you. Do I have a witness here? I love the Lord. I love the Lord. I, 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 I love the Lord. He heard my cry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you love him today? Do you, do you, do you, do you love him? And if you love him, you ought to praise. I understand now. I understand that praise is all right. I understand I don't mind lifting up my hands. I understand the Lord can put clapping in my hands. Running in my feet. The joy I have. The world didn't give it to me. And the world can't take it away. I understand now. God is speaking to you, young man, young lady. Because we want to come to that point of understanding. You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301-773-6655 or visit us on the World Wide Web, fbhp.org. And remember, there's power at the park. I'm a big dog.